<laughs> okay, uh, we're on. Jason. Correct. Mike. Uh, are we actually on? Yeah. Well, we're on, but it doesn't mean we have to. We can always trim. We can them. always trim the top of the front off. And Salar. Salar, do you have this app? Hmm? Do you have the app? I have WhatsApp. Yeah. But it's going to be really funny if he was like, no, I don't. <laughs> yeah. After all that. You want me to download? Uh, one second. Uh, okay. <laughs> I just never bought into the social media in general. And as a result, I have no idea what. Oh, unfortunately, it's a tool. It's, yeah. it's the right time for you to get on TikTok. Ugh. It is a great time for you to get on TikTok. <laughs> There, I started a group. I've started, hey, Salar. Finally, I'm in a group. You're in a group. <laughs> and we started it on our podcast, too. Hey, guys. Are you all texting each other right now? <laughs> well, we're texting you, too. And yeah. you. Yeah, you can use We're texting everybody right now. You don't have to look at me, John. You can just, just text. You can just text. Jesus. You give me anxiety. Well, let's talk about it. Okay. Yeah, shall we discuss this? What kind of discuss anxiety? Discuss what, my anxiety? Yeah. Oh. You know what I think would be a good idea, actually, is to maybe utilize that or another whiteboard uh-huh. and just have, like, topics Topics written on it. Things yeah. like, for if we, if that random time happens where the four of us don't have anything to say, we can segue. I used to have a whiteboard. I don't know what happened to it, though. Yeah, me too. Well... And we know it's not in my storage unit. No, because it wasn't the shape of a giant box box of books. So it couldn't possibly, <laughs> couldn't possibly be in there. No. I do miss my books. I don't just carry them. <laughs> I have so many cookbooks. I'm like, then one day I realized, like, no one reads cookbooks. What, like, really? I do. Like, you... Maybe a Anthony Bourdain book or something, but you don't like read a cookbook like hundred best Greek recipes. No, I would never read well, that. It's a cookbook. reference book. I yeah. love oh, silly cookbooks, as you well know, because I have. Yeah, I know. I've seen that uh, you sh- you show up. Uh, he shows up with the with the coolest cookbooks ever, man. Like have, uh, um, that no one reads according to no, him. I have the Fallout cookbook. So, Follow cookbooks. So, so like, if you're caught in a well, it, it's it's based on the video game series, not oh. real life disaster. I was gonna say that could have been very applicable. But in 2020. Uh, kind of preemptive. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, it, it's got some fun because it's uh the, the game is kind of based on the uh, 50s aesthetic. Oh. Neat. So it's a mix of, of post-apocalyptic scavenging type food with 50s style cooking. Is there Jello salad in it? Yes. There oh is. my god, that's oh, exactly yeah. what I would expect to be in there is Jello salad yes. for sure. And and ambrosia and, salad. Uh, yeah. Ambrosia salad, yeah, like something to do with is like meat levels. Spam levers. recipe? Pa- yes, yeah, spam. Yeah, there's spam recipe in there. Yeah. Well, you should bring a, you should bring like one of your favorite cookbooks. Oh, we could good. each bring like one of our favorite books. And then, yeah, I just bought like a month ago. I used to cook. Like I actually just looked at a cookbook. Sorry, for the first time in like years, because I moved them oh, off my fridge yeah. into a cupboard, uh, and I was like, you know, I'm kind of cooking the same handful of meals <laughs> over and over again. So I flipped through a couple of them. I'm gonna make a like a nice lentil salad later. Well, I don't have any cookbooks right now, so I'm just saying, like in general, like you could bring you your favorite book here on it. No, because I have my own cookbooks. I'm already. Yeah, but these ones aren't in the storage unit. 
But Mike would bring a cookbook. I could bring some whatever I'm reading. Like whatever we're reading. Yeah. I really want to see some of these cookbooks though. Yeah. The other one, yeah, I guess the one I just bought is I just, yeah, Necronom Nom Nom. What? So the Necronomicon. Oh it's my god! Necronom Nom Nom. A friend of mine, Sayer, just bought the Necronomicon. Oh. Okay. Just like I saw on Instagram today, he's got a picture of well, it. Now he can get the sequel. <laughs> Which is oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to let him know that. I couldn't believe he got it. Necronom Nom Nom? It's yes. from the, uh, you know what that's from, right, John? What movie? The Necronomicon? I'm sure I've seen it. I don't remember what it's called. It's from uh, Evil Dead and Army yeah, of Darkness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one. yeah. Uh, Bruce, uh, Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell, yeah. yes. Did anyone watch when they did the spin off TV series of it? No. Really? It was, was really that like, like. a scary movie? I think it was, was it's like, a, like It's like a campy horror movie. It's like, like it's, a B. No, not even a B. It's a C movie. Oh, yeah. It's a C <laughs> like movie. It's but bad. it's kind of like, like a scary movie that's hilarious. It's so yes. good. It's like very culty, I think. Oh, definitely. Very, very culty. I never could get into uh, horror movies at all. I'm this not a horror movie a, guy myself. It's not really this is more of a comedy. Yeah, it's... Oh, uh, I, see, I, see. I like them when they're being funny. I don't like yeah. them when they're trying to be scary, because they're never scary. Yeah, I'm like... I'm, yeah, that's actually, I find oh, yeah, yeah. foreign, uh, yeah, foreign, foreign horror days. movies are actually nice. kind of fucking terrifying. But Americans just can't nice. be scary with the horror movies. Leave it to the Europeans and the Asians, man. They could think of some freaky shit. <laughs> that's true. Japanese... There's a movie that's still a French horror movie that still haunts me to this day. What's that? It's called Martyrs, and it's fucking it creepy. It is. Oh, if you think it sounds creepy, you just should like, see it. Yeah. Ugh, no. It is very disturbing and graphic. Man, new like um, new age uh, European movies, like uh, modern like Italian movies and stuff. There's oh, some movies that are like crazy. Mm-hmm. I want this. Do you know that actress Monica Bellucci? Mm-hmm. Like, she's in a movie with another very famous actress who's in, like, Ocean's Eleven, this guy. It's an Italian guy. They're in a movie. Al Pacino. No. Well, no. <laughs> He's a pretty famous No, Italian. like, uh, this guy, this guy doesn't really uh, play in Hollywood that much, mm. you know? Okay. He just showed up in a couple of movies like that. Sure, yeah, yeah. And uh, they, like, the scenes in this movie is, like, they... This girl gets raped in the, underneath a bridge, and the scenes in this movie, like how real they made the scenes. And oh man, no, they're And like this super, guy goes, yeah. like this guy's his boyfriend, and he goes on like and starts beating up the guy who raped her. With like, he keeps beating him up with this uh, fire extinguisher. Fire extinguisher. You're talking about irreversible. Irreversible. Yeah, 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 That's yeah. That's a yeah. fucking insane movie. That's insane a, movie, hey? Yeah. Like I was just like. Ugh. Like, yeah, no, it's like way too intense. And the graphic filming degree. of the movie is. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I don't too. like those. Like, yeah, it's know? like a, it's a disturbing film. Yeah, I'm not into disturbing films. I really loved like I was a big horror movie kid, but I think it was when they came out with the Saw series and all of like the original like mm. horror movie genre kind of died and it turned into something really like for shock value. Yeah. At, yeah. at like torture fest. Yeah, at the expense of whoever the fuck, right? Like. I don't know. I do feel like with good horror, there are certain boundaries that you keep to keep the integrity of what the story is going on with the horror. Good movie. horror, hey? Yeah. Good horror. It's, it's pretty rare. Like Candyman? Candyman was a great movie. <laughs> Candyman, Candyman 2 I was good. from like horror movies yeah. where I could only enjoy them if it was like a big group of people watching. Oh, really? 
like not yeah, and not 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 because it was like thing. Yeah. not not because it was like scary. When no, alone. It's but just, I totally get it. Yeah, you get. Well, you it's get so easy energy, to make right? fun of a horror movie too. So if yeah. it's like not if it's not good, then you just start, like start like piecing it apart with your friends. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What about Alfred Hitchcock? Uh, well, he's a suspense director more than a horror. Director. Yeah, yeah, and that's a lot more. Of he's its an amazing time. director. Yeah. Because we have we've I love seen Hitchcock. so many other things that I think Albert Hitchcock is kind of like. Like the birds is the only thing close to horror, really. Yeah. yeah. That's also the only one I really remember. Oh yeah. man, I love uh, Rear Window. That's such a cool movie. It's like uh, Jimmy Stewart's in a wheelchair with a broken leg, and like he's stuck in his apartment, and all he can he just looks out his rear window, and it's like the back windows of all his other buildings from across this like courtyard. And then he witnesses what he thinks is a murder, and he doesn't know what to do, and he's like, yeah, it's, uh, oh, it's really cool. That would be neat. I like it. These days with Netflix and stuff, everyone just like, uh, it's like, there's so many good old movies that no one watches, like, mm-hmm. like that are like amazing movies. Yeah. Like I some, love old movies. Some older, like, Clint Eastwood movies, or like... Like old westerns from like the 60s and 70s. Well, I... I particularly like westerns. A couple of the westerns Clint Eastwood did, because like they yeah. weren't, they weren't like, they were western movies that were really, really good in all the other aspects mm-hmm. of the movie mm-hmm. making. Sure, yeah. You know, like the Unforgiven. Well, Unforgiven's great. It's like, it's but really well done. I wonder if it's just that people, because in our like in our day and age now, we're so used to like receiving information quickly and things being a lot more extreme that maybe that's why like yeah, it's, so it's like, like if you think about say yeah. out in general an old western mm-hmm. i mean in 2019 no 2020 because i don't want to jinx the year any more than it already is but 2019 maybe we're just redoing 2019 yeah maybe even worse 2019 you could you could definitely just like take the move go go through the movie from beginning to end in like five seconds with a cell phone call like None of that shit would happen, right? Yeah, but so I think that's the thing is we're so used to just bang bang. Everything's quick. Everything's bigger. That they're yeah. almost they're not captivating enough. Well, I think also for the new audience. Technological advancement has made it difficult for people to watch old movies because the technology of the cameras, sound effects, special effects has gotten so much crazier. And in, when they're trying to be more realistic, mm-hmm. that people that want to like I'll sit down and watch a movie from like the forties. And, like, you have to actually kind of put your mindset into, like, forget all that stuff exists and just take it for what it is, which is mm-hmm. almost more like a play. Yeah. Being performed for oh, you. Oh, totally. With, more, with, with, like, a more elaborate pl- like, I mean, obviously, there's great cinematic vision throughout the history of cinema, but, like, from a viewer's perspective, they need to get out of this, like, Avengers mindset where it's mm-hmm. like, this is going to be two and a half hours of explosions and CGI. Right. And, like, because that's not what those movies are going to be, obviously, right? No. I think, yeah, comparing them to a play. Yeah, I good. remember, like, um, so, right now, I think, I think that right now movies come out, and, like, they make a big deal, big push a big marketing, like, for a week. That's a, that's a movie's, like, lifespan, like a week. Like, it comes out, everyone goes and watches it, or whatever, or comes out and everyone goes and watches it and it's done, right? Yeah. No one talks about it anymore. It's Well, and TV like, has, like, kicked Spider-Mans, the door in on like, that, too, right? How Everybody's... many Spider-Mans in the last 15 years did they make, right? Oh, my God. I oh, went yeah. to the 1989 Batman, by the way. So I have the seen, the like, to the theater. I went to the theater and I saw... You must have been, like, four years old or something. No, two weeks ago. 
Oh, okay. I thought you meant like no, in 1989. I was like, do you somehow fun. remember this? It was so it was fun. <laughs> it was at the Princess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw that they were doing right? this. You went. Yeah. That's awesome. So I went, and it was crazy because everyone was really good with distancing. So like that aspect. Yeah. Uh, but then like the theater itself is amazing. It's like yeah. you're watching a play, but the movie itself, I had a really hard time with it. Because it's so, the first three quarters of it were super campy and like watching the 1970s Batman. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden it makes a switch to like, we're in, we're about to get into the 1990s here. <laughs> like, this is our CGI. It was really weird. Because yeah. I was like, I hate this movie. <laughs> this is awful. The woman. Did you hate it going in or did you realize No, you I didn't. I, well, I was watching it. I was like, this is awful. Had you seen it before? I think so. Okay. Right? But I was just, like, the female act, oh my god, the female part, I wanted to Kim punch her. I wanted to punch her. All she did was scream for however long this movie was. <laughs> just scream. It was really bad. Um, but, but, oh my god. Well, now you gotta watch Batman Returns. Well, I had to Daddy work on this Sunday, or I would have been there. Oh. I mean, but there was, but there was the, the, a beautiful part of seeing something that was from childhood, even though the movie now sure. I would never tell anyone to go see. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there was something very like I don't know. Yeah. Reminiscent of the past. Totally. No, in that yeah. big theater of and course. the popcorn. And well, the especially pop. at yeah at the Garneau, yeah. where it's like yeah the historic theater. Like that's. Yeah. yeah but uh, yeah. It's a great feel. I love that place. I mean, I pr- I appreciated going was with a friend that really liked <laughs> Batman, so like it was good. <laughs> Actually, getting back to horror movies for a second, um, an old a friend of mine told mentioned this to me once years ago, and I thought it was really interesting. He said basically horror movies to be like any like pretty much good at all at this point, uh, kind of need to take place in a different era of time. Like, yeah, uh, like a, bit, a little bit like even like the not too distant past kind of thing, like the '80s or whatever. Like Stranger Things was huge for this, right? Yeah. Because nowadays it's like this demon thing shows up. You like Google, like Wikipedia has a whole breakdown on what it is, how to destroy it, and everything. Yeah. Like that movie's like 14 minutes of you guys being like, so where right? is this like rune? Uh, let me just look that up. Oh, it's in this uh, museum in Denmark. So we're probably looking about like 30 hours of whatever this guy's gonna do to us guys. So like, let's just get FedEx on the phone and get this sorted out. Yeah, there's no longer a journey. To no, you're not like in an old dusty library and like <laughs> like the, there's like a false wall and this really old books behind it. Right. And they just blow the dust off and turn it right to the page they need to find. Exactly. And, like, no. and they're like, this is how we kill it. No. Man, it's taken us weeks. Right. So no. I really think it's a generational thing that has killed, uh, yeah. killed good film. Yeah. <laughs> Demon slaying YouTube video. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, or it has to be really like out to lunch. Like the, yeah. I was a big fan, and I know that these aren't recent. Like they were going back long time mm-hmm. ago, actually, in all reality when these were made. But the Resident Evil films. Yes. That was really good. I don't even but know you, if I saw the whole one. But you have to, like, you. it has to be from somewhere, like, a fictional world to get away yes. with it being... Well, actually, the... Yeah, 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 yeah. An alternate world, yeah. yeah. That'd, that'd be good. Sci-fi horror is actually quite good. Yeah. I find, like... Especially good Because, uh, once again, you're dealing with the unknown again. Yeah. You aren't... Like, Alien, Predator. Yeah. Or, or even, like, some of the newer ones that are just... That are just dealing with how horrifying it is to be alone in space. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Yeah, totally. That would be the Sandra Bullock movie, like uh, when when she's in space. Uh, My problem with that one, she, it was interesting. That was Gravity. 
Gravity. I don't think I saw Gravity. Interesting movie, but my problem is that whenever I see Sandra Bullock in a movie, I just don't care if she lives or dies. <laughs> wow. I'm just not a Sandra Bullock fan. I just, like, I don't get it. You're not invested in her. No, no. I'm, but, like, I just don't believe her as an astronaut, either. You don't frankly. believe Sandra Bullock? No, she doesn't astronaut. come across as an astronaut to me. Sorry. Like, no offense to Sandra Bullock. I don't even know her. She's probably a lovely human being. But as an actress, never was a fan. And so as a result of Gravity, I was sitting there just like, so... What about Interstellar? Like, is she gonna die or live or? Did you like Interstellar? Interstellar was interesting. I don't know. Like, I feel like. I don't know if I saw that. I don't know if it makes. I don't know if it necessarily makes sense. Who's in Interstellar? Uh, Matthew McConaughey. That was. Uh, no, I didn't. Christopher see it. Nolan one. It's a cool movie. Really well shot. Interesting ideas. I just feel like, if I actually looked into like the physics, the astrophysics of it, that I probably would be disappointed. By, like, the lack uh, of... Apparently, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson put out a thing apparently saying that the, the actually the science on it was uh, right on. Was it really? Yeah. Really? Okay, I was totally just going on like skeptic like skepticism. I think you yeah, have to do that now, though. Yeah, you have to almost like movies well, have I'm, to prove they've got all the facts right. Well, well and that's another effect right? of, the, of the Wikipedia phenomenon is that if something seems wrong to someone watching your movie, they're going to look it up. One hundred percent. So you, you have to do your research first. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, Which is very easy to do with Wikipedia. Exactly. Two else, like, I sometimes wonder if I just think everybody's into something because they're in my, like, circle of people. Did anyone else think it was, like, that show Black Mirror when it first came out was super cool? Did anyone else watch it? I liked like, it when really it first came into, out. I totally, it totally fell off the cliff for it me. It did. I, what? Like, I don't care. Did you guys, like, you know I, what I'm talking I, about. I didn't make it very weird. far into it, but it was good. Did you guys do this choose your own adventure one? Yeah. I I didn't like it. Really? No. Oh, I did that. I thought it was cool. No, I, I did but it. it went the Bandersnatch or whatever. Yeah, I yeah. did. I did it, but A, it just kind of took like a very like kind of done to death plot line and like made you navigate it. Like, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't feel like I was making decisions because it kept on looping. When I went one way, it would loop me back to like the scene I like probably should have chosen in the first place or whatever. It was, it was kind of like to me. I was guided. So. Like an interesting way to integrate like deleted scenes into a movie is what it felt like. But then the movie itself wasn't interesting to me How that much. I do not actually. Yeah, that was my issue with that. Interesting. I thought it was. I thought it was a little weird in the beginning. There were I can't remember what they were, but it felt like there were certain topics mm -hmm. they touched on in the show that were like very much mirroring what was going on. Yeah. In the real world. Yeah. In a weird, creepy way. Definitely, but that's kind of their whole allure, sure. right? Is mm -hmm. that they are gonna show you how the tech, like the technology you're so close to, yeah. is so close to going totally sideways on you, like mm -hmm. either in the wrong hands or, or like it just has this unintended consequence, mm -hmm. right? Which I kind of always thought about technological developments in the first place, but I think the first couple's like seasons or whatever had a really good angle and a good place to stop it. Yeah. Um, whereas now it's kind of like. Do they still put out new ones? Do we know? They've done well. They have. They have done stuff. They, I think I didn't even watch the last set of them. I think that came out. Um, but yeah, I think I feel like now they're just kind of like they've done so many of these like technology goes wrong motifs mm -hmm. that it's just kind of like they're having to reach a bit further to do it, and it's got less and less impact when it goes sideways because you know it's about to happen. Yeah. yeah. Or it's happening immediately. Aren't they only doing like one a I thought I saw they would only like put out one at a time or something like that. It was like now. three at a time, I think. 
yeah. or five. Like it was never. It a used full to be. Run. I think it was five at first. Yeah, something like that. But yeah, no, I, I, yeah, it's like I think with anything, most television series go on way too long. Yes. Um, I'm not even saying that about Black Mirror necessarily, but my general attitude on it is if you can't tell your story in less than 60 hours, I don't know if I want to hear the story. Well, I feel like there's pressure to, to keep these series going as long as they can make money. Well, it's an economical yeah. decision, obviously, but, but still, it, it, in terms of credibility, like, you I mean, start to lose some. Right? It, well, it means they always end on a low note because yeah. you drag well, when, the they, when they get bad, that's when they start stop making money, so that's when they end. And then they're just like, eh, we'll just tie these loose ends up really quickly. <laughs> oh, credibility is still a thing? In very short supply. Like, I thought nothing mattered anymore. Well, look, technically you're right. <laughs> we might not, we're not even here right now. <laughs> this show went real dark real fast. Yeah, yeah we'll sell it to Black Mirror and it'll be fine. <laughs> so was that the start? Have we started? I, oh, I think we've been recording. <laughs> I think we're Welcome I think to the show. world's most popular podcast. I feel like our show today depending is like on how we edit, Yeah, depending on how we edit this... You're going to be treated to a little movie discussion that uh, just kind of started when we turned on the, the microphone. Yeah. Um, yeah, welcome to the show, everybody. <laughs> Both of you that are listening out there. Both of you? Then they're like, sitting in this like room. Like, you think yeah. two people, like... I think at least two of us are going to listen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Might show our parents. Or I could yeah. guess which two, but yeah. I don't know. I don't want to give it away. Well, you don't want anything it, right? Oh. So oh, I have to well, say, then, we then that's all in, but just so you know. <laughs> if I'm editing. Um, so are we still doing, we get together on Tuesday and then we edit the following Tuesday, or? Um, I think edit, like, as we, if we need edits, like, kind of everybody listen to it in the next 48 hours. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then if you need, if you want to suggest an edit, suggest an edit. Mm -hmm. I think that's fair. Mm -hmm. I'll let you guys decide if I say anything stupid, Okay. I think that's why you kind of like suggest an edit is kind of a friendly way to be like, you know, maybe let's leave. You're kind of being an asshole here. Yeah, I'm glad yeah. we're gonna be editing. I was, I was a little concerned about our first. I don't plan on editing much, frankly. Like, I, I think we're all, you know, reasonable yeah. enough to say things we think. Well, I think it's okay to say things if you're wrong, and then, like, isn't that what conversations are about? Like, I'm wrong all the time. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm wrong. I'm actually not often wrong that often. Right Less than some, more than others. I'm usually right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we'll let you keep thinking that. Okay, we, 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 need, we need the chart. She's usually right. Yeah. So, I am. Uh, Anybody out there who wants to keep stats on how often we're all wrong? <laughs> Maybe we can have a little competition. Of, uh, <laughs> we can do that. We can keep track of that on our chat. Uh, yeah. yeah. Please, please fact yeah. check us on everything because we know nothing. <laughs> yeah, and we're not pretending we know it either, frankly. At least I'm not most of the time. Are we supposed to know anything? I don't well, know. I'd like to think I know a few things. <laughs> I think it's Is it expected good, from us to know anything? It's a good sign anything? if you do. Keep your expectations low out there. Yeah. <laughs> is it, this is a podcast about nothing? Yeah. Is that yeah. what it is? Yeah, this is, the, uh, this is a poor man's Seinfeld. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you obviously didn't have the... Money, resources, and connections. I mean, we have the maths right. All connections. We've got a Jerry Kramer, George and Elaine. Right? Yeah. I was just thinking that. We got the amount of people yeah. right. Yeah, Solar's Elaine. Clearly. I'm Elaine. Yeah, yeah. you're Elaine, obviously. 
<laughs> I've seen me dancing. I think I'm. I think you're you a better might. dancer than Oli. I'll give you that. <laughs> I think you might be right. <laughs> hey, put that on my stats. I was right about something. <laughs> Start stating obvious things all the time just to juice the numbers. <laughs> just to be oh, uh, I gotta go rescue a brisket. Oh yeah, at brisket. Oh, yeah. Back in a minute. Hey, what? Subscribe to the most popular podcast in the world, and we will mail you a slice of brisket. Oh yeah, just in like, one, just, yeah, in like one a, slice. a white one paper slice. envelope too. Yeah, oh yeah, in like the, in a dollar store envelope. Yes. Imagine someone in the U.S. If it makes it to you, I'll be absolutely stunned. Yeah. Because I think that ink's gonna run, and your address will not be legible. In theory, we could cure in a slice of brisket. Perhaps, somehow. I can still we'll, we'll be like... Mail, I, I like the idea of just mailing someone a grassy slice of biscuit as a prize. A <laughs> <laughs> right, little, like, little disclaimer with it. Eat it's at your own risk. Well, I kind of want to do it now just to see if it makes it anywhere. Right? Like, or it just gets thrown right in the garbage. <laughs> I Technically illegal. Did you know if your mailbox is not, like, attached to the wall... And the mailman has to actually bend over and put the mail in the mailbox. They won't deliver your mail. What? Okay, how do you explain uh, apartment complexes then? Because there's a whole wall of mailboxes. Like, but they're attached to the wall. Yeah. Oh. Oh. So okay. like, if your mailbox is just sitting on your porch, they they won't. Underground. It's just, if it's sitting on the oh. underground in in like really? in right in like in your right yard or something, right? And it's, he has to bend over to put the mail in. Really? They, they won't deliver it. Yeah. But I mean, how they, did you find out this information? Yeah, and then tell the story. Tell yeah, the story, tell please. us how you acquired this information. Well, we stopped getting mail. Yeah, no, obviously and, it's and your mailbox. I didn't know that okay. said that, oh. you know, uh, attach your mailbox to the wall if you want to mail delivered. You know, I kind of get this actually. Because you think about the physical strain of delivering mail every day, five days a week already on your back and whatnot. They can have a bunch of people with like where they're like bending over like a hundred times a day. Like, yeah, I think that's actually like a health, uh, health and safety. One hundred percent for sure. No, understandable. Yeah, I'm not saying it's like the most rational health and safety thing in the world, but I think most people would put their mailbox on the wall. Yeah. But it's yeah, interesting that they drew that line. I don't line. think there is. I don't think there is like mailboxes on the ground all the time. No, I don't think it's an. I got. But maybe it's because of this rule. Maybe like generations yeah. ahead of us. Made the rule. Maybe back in the day, they just like, they were like, yeah, just put it on the ground, it's fine. And, and then the mailman, mailmen were like, chiropractors were like through the roof for these yeah. mailmen all the time. I don't, and would then, chiropractors yeah. have existed when mail delivery first started? Probably not, because mail delivery has been around for a Should long time. Should I take a look time. at the like, when the Canadian Postal Service? There was probably <laughs> some form of back doctor or just regular doctors who were like, you know, happy with all the back problems that these delivery people had. Okay. This is a very interesting example. Like I used to work at a career company. Mm -hmm. um, it was a career company they delivered for lawyers and stuff. Oh yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. And when they deliver an envelope from a lawyer to a lawyer, and it's like a point point means like you go pick it up and deliver it, right? Mm -hmm. And it takes half an hour to 45 minutes. And uh, so much like a food delivery basically. Yeah. And they get paid like some like twenty five bucks for it or thirty bucks for it. Mm -hmm. Or something like that. Sometimes. If it's like half an hour driving or forty minutes driving. Sure, yeah. 
But then, you know, and um, even within that, they have complaints and whatever, whatever. The same drivers in the evening go do a skip and make half the money. Oh yeah. But like, it's it's very interesting to see like people like um, willing to do like uh, like get get much worse uh, in one place. But even if like it doesn't have the gratitude, you know, when you're getting the better deal in the other place, you know what I mean? Instead of having the gratitude, you're still like more like free to like employees and people are more likely to like um Wow. Yeah, that guy, like we have a neighbor here, he's like he does a 3 a.m. something. What is he driving? Sounds like a dirt bike or something. Yeah, he has like this, he makes like, he makes this like really, um, like, um, like he takes like bicycles. Oh, it's like an e-bike? Yeah, but then he puts engines on them, like this little, loud, tiny engines. So he makes, an, he makes his own And he makes bike. them and then he just like, I don't know, he doesn't do anything uh, really with them. He well, just, it sounds like he's riding it. Well, yeah, right, just around the block. Oh. He rides it around the block and it's very annoying. It's got to be cheaper and more efficient these days to just put a good electric motor on it rather than... Yeah, that wouldn't be that loud. Yeah, well... So that, that's got to be a gas he's motor. Probably, he's probably got stuff like this stuff like in his garage or something. Yeah. It's probably well, messing around. I think he's trying to be loud. <coughs> yeah. He's trying to be loud? I think so. Really? That, that yeah. is, that is part of like... I feel like you're overestimating how much about the outside world of this guy's life that he thinks about. I feel like he's just doing his thing and he doesn't care that he's loud. Well, he's my neighbor. And I've, uh, I've seen a couple of other things that he does, so... Oh. I feel like... <laughs> do, do tell! <laughs> what does the neighbor Ooh, do? All the juicy gossip. Right? <laughs> well... <laughs> You know, we're not in the best of neighborhoods, guys. You know that, and uh, yeah, there it's is. A, I mean, it's not that bad. Yeah, I mean, like I've walked around it. You know, you know, there's the odd interesting person. Yeah. But mind you, though, I don't live here. So yeah, what do true. I know? Yeah, bigger uh, sample size over here. So yeah. yesterday, this is an interesting story. Yesterday, oh, I take cool. Jamie to park. New theme of the podcast is Salar's Neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, so that's its own Ye podcast. Yankee shoes. I take I take uh, Jamie to the park. She's going down the slide, and she she thinks that is her slide. Like she she, in her mind, that that yeah. this stuff belongs to her. Everything. Yeah. yeah. So she's like a cat. Yeah. Mm. But kids are like that, right? Like, she thinks uh, I should do whatever she says. Like, she walks up to me, and with confidence, she's like, Daddy, okay, let's go. Like, grabs my hand, and it's just like, I was not doing anything, or doesn't matter what I'm doing. You got quite the princess on your hands. Yes, yeah. she's wonderful. Anyway, <laughs> so we go to the park, <laughs> and then she's going down the slide, and... I'm like, there's something underneath the slide, so I just like walk over here because I couldn't see it. I was like, slides are here, I'm standing here, Jamie coming down. Yeah, it's like a lead But I didn't see, like, I see someone's foot out of the like, side of the slide. So I walk over here, I see a guy with a bike, BMX bike, mm -hmm. passed out with a crack pipe. 
on his like on his lap. Oh my god. Yeah. Right. That's a good spot to do it. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not god. speaking from experience. <laughs> Well, I do know like spots to smoke joints and stuff. It's kind of the same principle. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so I'll um, I'm like uh, there's another kid in the park, and there's two like a little bit older kids, like a seven, eight, nine year old and twelve year old. So I um, I get the soccer ball, go to the field, and call them all over. It's like you all come here, play soccer with me. And then they all come over there, and I, I start trying to explain to them. But Jamie all of a sudden goes, no, I better go play in the park. Starts walking over there. And mm -hmm. I'm like, Jamie, you can't go there. And this guy's starting to like kind of like move and like get up. And yeah. Like, and I see like his face from far away, now from another angle, and it's just like, this guy doesn't look like a friendly dude. Mm -hmm. I just... I think if if you have such poor judgment that you go in the middle of a kid's playground and, and like smoke crack during the day, during the day, like at like ten a.m. Right. Mm -hmm. So if that's you, you have that level of judgment. I think I don't feel my kid is safe. No. That's absolutely that's awful. Yeah. And also, good work getting the kids all to yeah, like for go sure. over to the other area. So, like the twelve-year-old and the nine-year-old, and they, they really want to play, and they're like, "Oh yeah, they're here all the time." I'm like, "Well, okay, that's not okay either." No. Like, okay, that's not like I don't. This is gonna get just get got worse. Yeah. Like, I'm not happy with this. Yeah, I'm not glad. <laughs> that didn't make this better. No. And. So I'm like, okay, but uh, I told the uh, kid, I'm like, okay, like, listen, like, your younger sister is here, like, you would never forgive yourself if something happened to her, and because you wanted to just play, mm -hmm. you know, like, you guys, I think, need to go home, like, there's a lot of, like, sketchiness here, mm -hmm. and then the other kid's mom, like, there's another toddler, and the toddler's mom calls the cops, because yeah. she was there, she was, she was a Canadian lady, and, like, I was like, I told her you call the cops because I think you get true pass. And the reason is because it's true. well, I think like communication. Maybe I, I felt like no. Well, and interestingly enough, like yeah. that's that's a, that's an issue in its own right that, that you're probably right. <laughs> unfortunately, so she I don't think you get through faster, but you might get a faster response. Yeah, yeah. and that's the unfortunate systemic. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Everywhere is good, or part of it anyway. Yeah. Sorry, continue. So. Anyway, like she she called and um, I think like in general like maybe I thought like I would get like my nerves would get better of me. I was really and I couldn't edit. maybe I, she would explain it better. You know, she sure. has better. You know, that's what I thought at that moment. Yeah. Um. So she called and yeah, they didn't show up. Like they told me later that uh, later after I called them four or five times during that day, mm -hmm. they told me that they. Um, they uh, they sent someone like something like maybe an hour later that after that, uh, and they moved the people, but people were back in the park. Yeah. So what was happening like there is a little shed beside the building. Yeah. Like child resource center. Yeah, green shed. And between the shed and the and the building, there is a little little like hallway like yeah. like yeah. a hiding spot. Yeah. So I can see that from like a li really little angle when I go like from my front door or from up here I can see it, mm -hmm. right? And people come there and inject needles. 
all the time. So I called them again. Um, so so I called second time because I saw someone now injecting needle over there. So I called it Edmonton. Uh, um, I called nine one one. And uh, I said someone is injecting needle in the park, and then they put me through somewhere. And it took something like 10, 12 minutes to get through. By that time, these guys were gone. And then she said, how, how may I help? I was like, well, there's you know, people in the park injecting needles. If you guys can send some people to come, you know, uh, just walk by the park or whatever. Yeah. And she said, okay, like now we have a lot of calls, and call us next uh, when they're there. I was like, well, it took 15 minutes to get through, so they're not there anymore. Yeah. And then she says, okay, well, I can't help you then. I'm like, well, what do you, what should I do? Mm -hmm. It's like my kid goes to this park. What, what do you think I should do? And she says to me that, oh yeah, call us when they're there. I said, I just told you, they were there when I called. Now they're not there by the time I got through. Yeah. Is this a joke? And then she says, oh, well, then call the city. On, this, on a statutory holiday, it tells me call city then. I was like... Oh, so this was like just on Monday? Yesterday, yeah. yeah. So I, um, I called back after an hour, uh, hour because there was another guy now injecting. So obviously there's a guy bringing people and injecting them. Or it's just generally known as a spot mm -hmm. where people go and do that. So I called them again, and they tell, uh, they tell me like, we have 300 calls, emergency calls, and we have like 30, uh, 30 responders. The guy called. The guy really thinks this 30, time was very helpful. 30 responders in a city of a million people? That's what he told me. So I have that sort of conversation recorded because I was recording it on my iPad because I was so frustrated I wanted to have a recording of these conversations at that point. Yeah, no, that's fair. Because they record me without my consent, really. 30 responders. Does everyone suddenly feel less safe in our city? Yes. <laughs> 30 um, responders, yeah. And, uh, maybe, maybe, like, at that point. Like, benefit of the doubt, that's stat holiday force. But it doesn't seem like crime it, it, has a holiday. It could be regional. It could okay, be guys, referring to one of my this. friends is I have I you know uh, you know this friend. I don't wanna sure, like, yeah, yeah. you know the, the say who it is. But like a friend of mine, his, her dad is uh, chief of um, is a fire chief. And uh, so I called him. I was like, well, he understands the system. Maybe he can help, like, where I should go. Mm -hmm. I want this park to be safe, right? Yeah. So I call him and I say, how do you that? Like, I had this experience with the police. And he's like, he's like, he's like, it is, like, he said, I'm sorry, man. I don't know what to say. Like, it is terrible. Hmm. I was like, really? Like, he's like, That's yeah, it. yeah. He's like, if they're defunding the police and... There is, um, what he's saying also is, um, well, they're saying a lot of these things, you just should have to, like, just let it happen because it's because of systemic racism or something like that. I don't know. I don't think that's I don't have any stance on that personally because I don't understand the issue as much, but I, what I, what I, I'm, 
what I understand from the whole thing is like, <clears throat> okay, I don't know if this is the defund the police thing because Kenny was cutting anyways, no? Okay, so first of all, the message of defunding the police stops short for the sake of like activism and getting it in people's heads. The idea is to defund police and use that money yeah. and invest in social workers. Exactly. That will help these problems at their sources. Yeah. It's not just get it's rid of the police. It's not just like cops are fucked up and now they get less money. Like that's not what the message behind that policy is. Yeah. And I think that is lost a lot of the time in like in scroll culture where you're just kind of like seeing defund the police. Like the message needs to be that we're still putting that money into prevention. Um, but preemptive prevention. Mm -hmm. So putting it into social workers, more uh, public uh, mental health uh, professionals, um, safe injection sites, mm -hmm. like things like that, so that come with a rehabilitative message. What do you think um, our role is in that person doing that thing in the park? Like, well, I think or, you, I think if you try to step in and intervene, you're putting yourself in a very dangerous position. Oh, definitely. And I don't think that's a very like good idea. Personally, no, yeah. I no. would not do that. Okay, good. I would just do legal. I would fight this something like this in the city. I, you'd yeah. be fighting the I city. Like, I think you'd get, like, you can try. No, I'm all for people want to, like, try, but I just... The, like that cop said, your next thing is to be, like, emailing your, your ward counselor. Yeah, that would be um, who to contact. You, anybody, well, you, could, you could be looking at it from the angle of um, trying to, to redevelop the park a little bit, like eliminating hiding holes and yeah, yeah, moving that, that the, would actually be a very practical solution. The green shack no more little up. alleyways to hide in, like the, maybe a different type of slide that doesn't have like that space is filled in with mm -hmm. structure or something like that. Yeah, like there's mm -hmm. not like that. Uh, yeah, like make it a less appealing place to go to. Well, because there's that out, out of sight, out of mind yeah. mentality, right? And if you take away the out of sight, they are going to go somewhere else. Yeah. Well, and I was thinking like uh, install surveillance. Unfortunately, they're just going to go somewhere else. Install like, a lot of surveillance and put up a lot of signs. I don't think you can just install surveillance in a public space like that. Well, um, the, the city theoretically could do it, but I don't think that's an angle they would really be. Yeah. Do you have time to sit them. and watch surveillance videos? Yeah. yeah if they don't have well, time I think to get just there, the deterrence, then... right? I think it deterred people. Yeah. Um, I, I think to a point, but Maybe. then I think they'll get wrecked, people will wreck them, and then... Yeah, that, that'll happen too. That's they'll what would happen. They'll spray paint them, they'll smash them. Yeah. I, I think, honestly, the better option is just make it more open. Yeah, take away, move the shack so it's like, right against the fence. Even if it was something more than just like a playground, if there was like a, like, after, like a fountain or something, more people would come to it. Mm-hmm. Like what Paul Kane Park is supposed to be beautiful, and it, oh, it originally it was not. So nice. Heaven knows we need more splash parks in the city. We do actually. There. There we go. Yeah, I think that Mike's right. That that would be if you want to, especially if you're going to contact the city, and I think you should. Um, coming at them from a solution-oriented perspective is going to be a lot. Uh, is going to be received a lot better than just being like, do something about this. Mm -hmm. um, so if you come at it with like a practical suggestion that really wouldn't be that expensive, mm -hmm. like that's the type of thing that they might actually get done for you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And maybe you build a relationship with your local regional elected official that actually contributes to something happening to make things better. Totally. Well, Sarah said that uh, she knows a lot of moms in the park and they get together kind of around the table and like six, seven moms there and yeah. they each know more moms and she was saying that we get everyone to do the same thing. Yeah. Type thing and um, 
Yeah. Sarah could take that. But, but, but yeah. Honestly, I wouldn't do a petition. I would get each and every one of them to email the ward counselor. Yeah. Because the more times they hear the same problem and the same message, the more compelled they are to do something about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if they don't, all those moms, all the moms they know, the dads too, send it from multiple emails. Two parents in the same household, who cares? Like, the more times it gets put in front of them, then it gets brought to a council meeting, then it becomes an initiative. Like, that's, this is how these things start, man. Like, mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. it's kind of easy to, like, kind of, like, laugh or poke fun at, like, busybodies who, like, have time to do this kind of stuff, but if their heart's in the right place and their mind's in the right place, you can get something done cool in your city. That's yeah. how the system is kind of supposed to work. Mm -hmm. well, we, uh, Every now and then it does. I think <laughs> I'm definitely going to give that a try. Yeah. And, um... So why, why do you think all of these things are in downtown? Like, why do you think all, all this is, is sketchiness? Um, I think it's just been, area? I think it's just a more, po like, if you're a person that relies on your money source coming from panhandling. Population density. Population density. People going to work, people that are going out for lunch and maybe have some change left over. People that are out drinking. Yeah. Mm -hmm. People that are out having a good time. Yeah. Like, so usually main thoroughfares or, like, yeah nightlife areas of the city or generally population dense areas of cities yeah. develop that's why it's an inner city label right because yeah. inner city is the downtown core and so mm -hmm. the kind of term inner city gets used to apply to this kind of uh demographic society i am an ellerslie how do all well do we think ever someone would do trying to panhandle an ellerslie you like, see like a person every like three and a half hours yeah yeah so and even if you stood in the like in the middle of the street, again, people don't like that. They don't like to be hassled in that sort of way. So I think people that are are less likely yeah. to give money out their I, car windows. I do, the, I do the guy out the car window. I Some don't people mind that. do. I'm not. I'm not saying whether I like am for or against. Yeah. I'm just saying you're. Yeah, you still an area like that. People probably are going to be more annoyed that you're there. Because they're already annoying for having to drive. Because we're driving is where all the anger yeah. is. Well, don't get me wrong. Ellerslie is just people. They'll give yeah. money out. We're when not you're, saying when you're, no, 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 no. It's not about their bad. When you're out in the suburbs, you're reliant on your vehicle, right? To get yeah. anywhere. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, panhandlers aren't going to do as well. But also, panhandlers, if they can't afford a vehicle, they aren't going to be there anyway. Ooh. They, like, well, they get down there. Like, I, I drive around the city a lot, and there's guys out in, like, the. Well, yeah. Not, maybe not quite the suburbs, but, like, yeah. More of the like kind of farther reaches of the city, and the one thing is there's not a lot of competition out there. And if you're going to do it uh, in the intersection, that's uh, yeah, the, the most efficient way to do it. Mm -hmm. This is true. Yeah. So what are the laws? Like, if I put a tent in the street, you can't do that. No. That's against the law. A tent in the street. So why is uh so what happens when these homeless people are doing it? Um, well, they're not. They generally, they get removed from the street. Yes. A lot of them are doing it in like River Valley, or there's a there's actually that like kind of organized tent city yeah. down by Telus Field. Yeah. Um, but that's organized. Well, I think it's kind of like well, like actually like a show of like, hey, this is a problem in our city. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's a, there's a, a peaceful few along like yeah. the the clearance of the LRT line. I've seen a few. Well, yeah. there's always a handful that, that do just like hit the River Valley in the summertime. Yeah. But I mean, part of it is like it, even when it's against the law, if they're out of the way, I think the policy is probably not to, to enforce it. We'll talk about on a side out of mind. But yeah. yeah, if they're like, yeah. if they're like at a city park or like on, along a sidewalk. But I mean, like we have a better handle on that than like I was in Seattle in February and like oh God, there yeah. were guys with tents just like set up in like right in the middle of some of the main tourist attractions. Yes. Apparently in LA is a big problem. Right? Oh yeah, like, yeah, for sure. Probably. Would be. Wealth, wealth, if I was homeless, I'd want to be somewhere with no winter. Wealth, inequality. Like, yeah. 
Yeah, no, like sure. summer with no winter, if I was homeless, would be what I would be aiming for. Like, homeless people here, man, like, I feel so bad for the mm-hmm. winter time. Yeah. It's rough. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Edmonton is the worst place for them. Like, for only for seven months of the year. Yeah. Ugh. Well, and how many times have they gone? Like, yeah. crazy torrential rain or rain this year? Yeah, totally. Yeah, I basement flooded. But I called them and I was talking to the cops. This police officer was telling me how, like, they have showers downtown, they have injection sites, they have everything. It's like, they can go to places, they can go sleep. Yeah, some of them just don't have it in them to go to those places, because they also know that they're going to get pitched, like, rehabilitation and stuff like that, too. Or there's a lot of shame for people, or mental illness is the, mm-hmm. big, the biggest cause of homelessness <laughs> is mental illness. A chance of getting well, robbed in a shame. And, and yeah. this is probably also one of those... Comes back to that defund the police thing, where a social worker might be able to get them to go there, but the police wouldn't. Yeah. yeah, they would not be up to listening to the police. The police are well. The police aren't going to take the time to do that either. Exactly. They're going to be like, get out of here, yeah. go somewhere else, and then they'll wait for the next call about somebody. They have to move yeah. three blocks. You know, they're not going far. Like if they're back at this park frequently, they're not going far from it. <laughs> they're like the park rangers. I mean, there must be a city that's handling this issue very well. And you know, some places in like Denmark and stuff. Holland. Yeah, they don't have a huge problem with. Like, I know in Switzerland, at least for a while, they had actually made, essentially made, like, hard drugs legal, and they were being done in, like, supervised injection sites and things like that, and the drugs were cleaner, it was less of a strain in the healthcare system. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of, uh, a lot to be said for legalization of drugs, and not that I'm necessarily suggesting that as a solution. Um, well, but I think it was, like, safe injection sites. Portland or something had, like, eliminated homelessness. Yeah. Like, basically, the economics on it, from what I hear, have tend to be, tended to be, basically, it's actually cheaper to just give them homes than to actually go through all the healthcare and programming and social programming mm-hmm. that we we implement and the police investment and all that for if we're just talking about homelessness not addiction like just giving them low-income housing actually has been like a very effective solution both like for the problem and economically for other places well i think they could afford to do that for sure yeah at least pre-covid maybe yeah it's yeah. like pretty pretty fucking broke right now just like every city well, and here's the thing, they, they say, like, they say uh, uh, we're broken, this and that, like, here's what I don't understand. United government of United, Federal Reserve of United States, just, like, pumping trillions of dollars out. But they're just, like, creating that money. Yeah, they're just know, printing it. It's kind of like the 1920s, I think. Yeah, and it's going to result in a huge depreciation of value on their dollar. But they're doing, like, I get having to do it in a pandemic. Yeah. But, like... That is the it, it, next step to that, to doing that, to having that be your solution. But like, look at US dollar. Like, it's not losing value. It's been, it's been such a long time. I think like a well, lot think, of it because it's a, it's a main currency in the world. Well, they've it's also a currency borrowed that, a lot of money. Like, all the trade in the world is happening with US dollar, right? Well, and everyone's kind of had to do the same thing, so it's gonna fall in Cause, proportion. Because remember, currency value is relative. It's not absolute. Yeah, exactly. So if every country had to do at least a bit of that, mm-hmm. then we'll all kind of like go with it. And mm-hmm. ultimately it's all relative scale. I'm so. just saying Canada could do that too. Oh, I agree. Honestly. And they probably are think, to a certain extent. I think they, yeah. they would be... We do all kinds of things if everyone was paying taxes. They really dire consequences <laughs> to that. Like, it's, pretty, it's a pretty clear like reason for poor economies and it's people not paying taxes. Yeah. Well, Rich people whole, not paying taxes. The whole economy everywhere is built on debt. Like... Yeah. Like... America has 25 trillion dollars of debt. What happens? 
Well, when you have... It doesn't seem that anyone cares. When you have a doomsday force military that no one could possibly contend with, mm -hmm. you can do things like borrow money and not pay it back. You don't go to, like, the mafia bookie and be like, I'm not paying that back because they're going to kick the shit out of you. Who's going to kick the shit out of the states? Maybe China. Well, China and saying, Russia together, maybe? I'm not talking about borrowing money, but, like, printing money. Yeah. What is stopping uh, the government from printing money? I don't think... Nothing right uh, now, because they control the world's economy. Yeah. I don't think, even for our government, I don't think really, like, uh, printing money... If, to a certain extent, you keep your economy strong and, like, if you keep people employed, if you keep inflation under control somehow and whatever, like... That's, that's that, that is the problem. Well, the, like, U.S. has been doing it. Yeah, but the, I think that they're just like they're teeter, like they're like, like they're on a tightrope with a piano. I'm right. Like, Germany does it. I'm sure. Like Germany clawed its way back from like economic demise yeah, at the end I, of World War Two. I, I, I don't think through a lot of innovation, frankly. Germany tried the printing money before World War Two. It didn't work out no, too well for them. It kind of made oh. that worse. Well, in certain in certain situation when you have to, you have no choice, that's also yeah, different. which is the situation we're all in right now. Yeah. yeah. But that's not sustainable, because, like, it's just the logic of it, right? The more money there is, the less it's worth. Has anyone heard what they're doing with the, with the CERB program come September? I thought this it is was... The this is the last month. Right? I thought it was extended through October. No. No? This is Maybe the last the month. EI they the are transitioning into EI. Okay, right. what's that going to mean for people? Will they just automatically get shifted over, or will they have I, to apply? I, or? I, I don't think you have to reapply, um, but your benefit could change. Interesting. Like if you were making... You'll probably just have to start giving a lot more information about like what income, coming. if any, you're yeah, having. Yeah. And you'll have to start doing EI things, like showing that you've been looking for a job. Mm -hmm. and yeah. Imagine just, I'd heard they US were going to, but I hadn't what it was. Barely yeah. anything, yeah. Twelve hundred dollars at the beginning of it. One time. People already One can't time. pay their rent. Yeah, no, they're they're looking at a insane homelessness rate because people are not going to get evicted. I watched some video and I believe well, it was in LA. Oh, they are, can in LA. There's like a big exodus happening. People, people are losing their homes. But but here's what I'm saying: if everyone all of a sudden decides I'm not moving out, they can't enforce. It. Well, I mean, if you're a coordinated move. But at that point, you're picking and choosing rule of law. Yeah, you can be char You can have that like. You a just big get a loitering charge, or. Yeah. Uh, but you know. they're having people. That I don't are know if you get sleeping. squatters' rights when you're being evicted. Yeah. Mm -mm. I don't know. It'll be it'll be really interesting to see how this goes. I've been worried about this pretty much since the start of COVID, as far as the economy goes. Rule of law. Only poor man needs to adhere to the rule of law. Yeah, more or less. You know. Depending on the law. Although I guess if like pedophile islands exist, then eventually a certain amount of money is going to get you wherever you want. <laughs> like there, there's a there's a line for every crime of amount of money. Yeah, basically, <laughs> like if you're if you, if the end of your thing is a B, you can do anything. If it's an M with like some zeros ahead of it, you can do most things. If it's just an M, you're barely rich. <laughs> Now, isn't that a scary thing? Yeah, like, then you can um, speed and stuff, but yeah. like, it's not really worth it. No. <laughs> it's basically you can afford to pay the, the little fines. That yeah, you can probably like speed and probably get like really good hookers or something like that. Not wear your seatbelt. Yes. Oh, yeah, it's no seatbelts for those guys. Yeah. They're too rich. <laughs> oh. I really wow. don't know what direction we were going with that, but I appreciate the conversation. <laughs> I don't know. Like, 
what would we you went do? from crackheads and playgrounds <laughs> to pedophile island. Okay. <laughs> here's, here's, I'm going to paint a picture. Okay. John, for example. Oh, yeah, I mean, it's a large thing to print money. That's what it was. Each, each one of you, each one of you, uh, individually answer. You get invited. You are in New York, right? In a party. A friend of a friend that you know invites you somewhere. He lives in New York. He moved there, like, number of years ago, he invites you to a party, you go to a party and a bunch of people you meet that you click and they're like, you know what, man, we really, really think you're, you're a cool guy, we're flying out to this island. Naturally they would think that, obviously. Right, <laughs> of course. We're flying out to this island and we want you to come with us. Oh, yeah. Right? We want you to tag along. What, what, what are your plans? It's going to be decision? two, three days. And you're like... You know what? I'm on vacation. Oh, there's you a know, twist coming on this. I can, I'm, I can see I'm, that. I'm going with you. So, you go to the island, and you you get in, and there is like Prince uh, Prince of England, and uh, <laughs> Bill Clinton, yeah. and you know, uh, all these people, whoever, whoever yeah. who else is there? Oh, like Jeffrey Epstein and his guests. Well, he's the one who invited you. Yeah. <laughs> right? And uh, all these hookers are there, and like, all, everybody yeah. is like, you know, with bikinis, like, they're Oh, yeah, like, it's like a music, it's a music video. <laughs> yeah, it's a music video team type yeah. thing. It's a hip-hop like... video that we all wanted to be a part of. <laughs> <laughs> Let's face it. We can be real about that. Okay, so what... So, what do you do? What? It's oh, I go to the island. If there's no like, stick, if, like if what does I, that have to do with anything? Well, because the thing is, that's how a lot of people probably actually ended up on this island, right? So they released a, a manifest of everybody that was on Jeffrey Epstein's plane. Oh, we're actually went, talking about Jeffrey yeah, yeah. Epstein. No, we are definitely weird. talking about the second have I said pedophile island, time? I was talking about Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> oh my god! But um, so they released this list of people who have been who basically been to this island. But yeah, I don't think that means all those people are pedophiles or even knew that was going on. Mm -hmm. There's probably perfectly normal trips to this island where it was just the rap video. <laughs> just your normal rap video that we've all been a part of. And that was all you saw, and then you left the island, and you were like, I had a great time, that Jeff guy's pretty cool. Other people were there, and they were like, there's probably this other little part of the island. Mm -hmm. Where, like, you and, know... And access is probably, was probably very carefully curated. I would imagine so. I don't think that billionaires have pedophile islands without being like, how do we not get caught doing this? Yeah. Yeah. And don't have the kids, like, right there at the dock waiting for you, I think is a good start. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm, I don't know. I've never tried to hide You should hide be somebody's, this like, before. publicist. So for you sure. just, like, pull into the island, yeah. and there's, oh. like, you know, those, like, <laughs> Whoa. All those fountains? This escalated have, so much quicker than I thought. It's so dark. Have, have you seen fountains? Yeah, like, I've seen like, fountains before. Like, That's not what you described. Okay, I don't think we should. I think this is like. I think this should be edited out. <laughs> this is an edit situation. Yeah. Um, too far. No, like, you're, that really why? went too far. That really why, went like, too far. Listen, like, uh, I don't know if I want to keep listening, but. Fountains all the time. Like, people have in their gardens. And, like, seen uh, that fountain. Like, why, oh why, why should I? I think be? we're allowed to talk about Pedophile Island. I just don't want to really like put, be putting there, there's no child urination fetish <laughs> things Real out there. Real specific details. Yeah. yeah. Is, we'll, right. we'll release this on the Too Hot for podcast. No. <laughs> oh my god. No. No, once we're famous enough to have a clip show, fuck. No. We can do whatever we want at that point. Oh my god. We'll be like the Epstein's well, podcasts. Hey, it, it wasn't my island. I'm just telling you, know you guys, like, you get to the island. Just we got the. We didn't have to paint quite the picture. We got. I think we got the point. Yeah. <laughs>
Well, I don't know. What are they doing with this? Uh, we'll just beep, like, though. We'll keep the rest of it. Just beep right through Solaris. <laughs> <laughs> like you just you, you can all you can like all just imagine what like he just said. Seconds. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I, I didn't even say anything bad. I said, I said it hey, apparently I'm editing, so uh, yeah. we'll see how this turns out. So, yeah. Let it go. Yeah. I get your point. But getting back to the original thing, yeah, I'm at some crazy party, I meet these rich people, and they're like, hey, let's all go party at this private island. If I feel comfortable with the people, which I have no reason not to at this point, yeah, I go to the island. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely let someone know I'm going to some random island. I'd phone like my mom or something, and be like, "Hey, just so you know, going to a private island. Yeah. You don't hear from me in a few days. Something so, went totally so sideways." Yeah. Or I moved kids. there. Like these kids were that they had advantage of like. I don't know if those details have been like... released. I, I've heard as young as fourteen. Yeah, as young as fourteen, I think. You can look at. Do you have Google? Mm -hmm. you can look it up. So I'm just like thinking, like you, like. There's a whole. There's a Netflix series you can watch about this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Bring you right up to date. Pretty sure that's how all of us have gotten our information about this so far. I've been reading the news. Yeah. Oh. Are there, is there still, like, they're still digging and digging? Yeah, well, they, really, they arrested Ghislaine Maxwell. Yeah, that's an ongoing his, uh, investigation. His girlfriend, who apparently was part of the organization of it all. Mm -hmm. And um, they just, they, did, they also found out, well, I'm, this is kind of getting into, like, these weird side conspiracy things, but apparently they found out that Bill Gates did have some sort of relationship with him, which he basically denied having mm -hmm. when Epstein went to jail. Mm -hmm. um, which, I mean, to me, it's kind of like not shocking that like two billionaires would know each other. I feel like that's a pretty small club. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't mean he knew anything going on. Maybe he did, maybe he didn't. I have no idea. Yeah. Um, that's all I've really heard so far, because it's going to take a long, like a lot, even the information they're going on. This, this investigation is going since like... Forever. 2016? Yeah. Is when that uh, one lady... That was Actually, like one of the like teenagers. Well, uh, her deposition has been going on yeah, for years. I'm to remember, but yeah, pretty much. But I mean, you don't go after something like this without doing years of investigative work, right? Yeah. Like, a case like this, like, if you go in too early, those billionaires are going to just like tie you up in court and like, there won't be a case. Mm -hmm. Well, that's sort of what happened initially was they got Epstein in court mm -hmm. and he ended up like doing it pretty much like a under the table super lenient side deal with the judge. Yeah, well, you know, so. you know, all the money in the world. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I don't know. It's funny with the whole, like, the, with the suicide thing with Epstein, too, because it's just like, and that there's no evidence of, of any kind, but it's just like, it's too fucking convenient, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Totally. Like, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, I don't usually buy into most of that stuff, but, like, the timing is a bit suspect. Mm -hmm. at, at the very least, we can say that. Totally. What are you growing, Solar? I'm growing basil. I'm failing at growing basil. You're failing at growing basil? I'm failing at growing them. And they're not doing very well. They all, all those plants, look at them. They all look like they're dying. Have you thought about just putting them outside? For like that nine, last nine months. Well, what am I going to do in winter? Bring them inside. But like they could get like a really good season of growth out with like more sun and... Perhaps. Why don't you get some kind of like a actual like I want plant, like here. raised yeah. planter oh, planter you can get them probably for cheap now mm -hmm. and then just plant them so they've got deeper soil to work with and then some kind of a UV light at the very top that yeah. you can just like that that probably would fix if it. If I buy UV lights, I would just go 
Well, you can do that just, too. You just grow If you have <laughs> a UV lamp go like all across the very top there, you can grow. You can things. grow tons of oh, shit. Right. Oh, yeah. Could I grow one over there? Like, or one or two over there? Yeah. Like Jenny said, I think uh, you're going to need a light if you want to grow not in the summer and not outside. Because you can grow four plants or something. Yeah. Four plants are enough for mm -hmm. one person. If you want to keep it private, you put them in like pots on That's the bottom, right, right in front of the window, mm -hmm. and then your raised garden in the back, and you'll. Yeah. We moved ours inside private. already. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we got our indoor light set up now. Mm -hmm. I've got, an got an arrow garden. Yeah, it's not like a, it's not a perfect setup. Like they're probably not going to be as bountiful as if we had like a proper thing that we invest Rainers. a lot of money in. But we've been MacGyvering really well. So, oh, so, by the way, pardon me. Um, how is your treehouse? Treehouse. Uh, actually, my roommate was working on it today. Yeah. Um, so we are, should be able to install the ladders. Really, the next time we're both around, um, and then it's just a matter of then it's just hooking up the, the strapping and whatnot for the hammocks. And then, yeah, so uh, for for both you listeners, um, ah. my roommate and I are creating what is basically an aerial tree fort uh, on my front lawn. I just turned 36, by the way. Um, <laughs> and so we basically we're stringing up two hammocks about 15 feet high in a tree in my front on my front lawn, and we built ladders out of dowling and uh, four by fours. And then uh, we're just figuring out amenities. We have plans for shoe rack, uh, cup holders. Uh, we're gonna have a quick descent rope that doubles as a cargo bucket. You can haul up to it. Very smart. Yeah, I haven't decided what flag we'll get because every good clubhouse needs a needs a flag. But mm -hmm. uh, maybe we can get some suggestions from the from the listeners for yeah, that. I'll get listeners? some videos. I'll get some videos. Yeah, yeah, sure. We can fire the fire up some videos of the uh, of the hammock fort once yeah. it's uh, once it's looking good. But uh, yeah, that progress is being made. It's been hard with all the rain. Yeah. Like we've uh, we've been planning this for a while, and like you know, also we're we, we are we're also living our lives, so we're not always dedicating our time to doing it. That's for sure, but it's taking shape. Huh. Yeah. Oh, and it's we're drunk proofing it and like passerby proofing it. So if you can find my place and just like climb up into my tree hammock, uh, it's not gonna work that way. <laughs> so so don't bother trying. Well, how are you drunk proofing it? Well, basically the the bottom half of the ladder is gonna be essentially removable. Like you'll like someone who's really like a good climber will be able to get up into a tree no matter. But well. drunk proofing it. Yeah, so it. like that's more for like me. Oh, I thought you meant um, for okay. I was thinking like drunk proofing for people that are drunk that are already in it and you won't don't want them. No, to, like, but the idea is gonna be like like right before you kind of teeter over that edge is to not be in the hammock. <laughs> um, but uh, so basically the dowels are kind of run through the two by four so that you have rungs on either side of a two by four in the middle. Uh, but the bottom uh, set of each ladder are gonna be removable. Um, so you'll have to actually get the dowels together, put them in, which is going to be a bit of like, not, a, not too hard, but a bit of a pain in the ass intentionally. Mm -hmm. So that if you're like shit faced, you probably won't go through all the work of setting up the ladder, going up there, hooking up your hammock. We actually, we're still debating whether to leave the hammocks up full time or not. Um, so it's going to be like at least a hassle to do it. Mm -hmm. So what if you're too drunk to do it, you won't be able to do it basically. Mm -hmm. What kind of tree is this? Um, I don't know trees well enough to know exactly what kind, but it basically has a central uh, trunk spot at the bottom that immediately spiders out with like seven trunks. Um, and there's just, nice. yeah, so there's basically like this kind of uh, central kind of opening Is in the middle. Elm? Imagine you do it on a cherry tree so you can't just get cherries and them on the hammock. Yeah, I gotta splice some cherry tree branches <laughs> right above my hammock. Right? Yeah. I mean, at that point, I should just have people or monkey butlers or something in the tree that are just gonna like feed yes. me grapes and find <laughs> them with palm fronds. 
Totally. Like, the best you could do is squirrels or magpies. Squirrels. Oh. <laughs> Fuck magpies. Train a magpie. I'm not training a magpie. Fuck those guys. What about? <laughs> They're fucking asshole birds. They like harass other birds that come around. They like harass small animals. They like, go after cats. Well, crows. Just bullies, eh? Yeah, they're bullies. <laughs> That's true. They're like the hyenas of the bird world. Yeah, like, they are. Yeah. Yeah, but I think a, a crow would be cool. Yeah. So, like, calling someone... But that I had, I'd have that on, like, my shoulder. I'd just be like, you know... He'd be, he would kind of do deeds for me. You can't have a crow Deliver like, letters. I feel like it's too, it's too bad for crows, because you can't just, like, think of crows as good and wholesome. Like, they always signify doom or something dumb, yeah. just by nature. It's not like, oh, a nice crow. Like, he just, yeah, he just brought me a bagel. You know? <laughs> but it's a really edgy bagel. Oh, man, it's poppy seed. <laughs> So yeah, that's how the, that's the update on the uh, tree fort. And uh, yeah, if uh, hopefully in the next time we uh, we get together and record, I will have it'll be basically done. I'm hoping. You guys are into bagel. I bagel sometimes. <laughs> I, I love bagels. I, I dabble. Yeah, I had a I made lobster um, eggs bagel? Benny on top of a everything bagel for breakfast Whoa. this morning. Whoa. I made hollandaise sauce from scratch. I didn't realize when I picked you up tonight, I was picking up at Buckingham Palace. <laughs> Damn. Somebody's making COVID work. Yeah. I like is it. That, I like your is, style. Is that a good bagel place? No, I straight up use like Dempster's. There's not really. Everything like, I mean, there's New York Bagel Cafe, but yeah. like, that's like if you want if like you, a $20 If you want to buy, I think if you want to it's delicious, buy like, but it's expensive. decent bagels, and like you're just going to your run-of-mill shop, mm-hmm. like not a specialty bakery. Um, the Loblaws have really good. They're very like, they're dense, but they're also really light. Mm-hmm. They're they're very good they for toasting. Fiery, they defy physics. They do. I have the, like a, in like the late '90s, there was like an explosion of bagel. Oh my shops. god, I love bagels. Yeah, yeah what, okay. What I vaguely all of, remember that. And it's well, like, I think, and then they just all I went away. Like Seinfeld there has shops that are exploding right now. That, Everything comes true? in waves, though. Yeah. It's like, yeah. there's going to be another fad food. That's where I think. And cookies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, Donut Party opened in Ohio yeah. and all that. Like, they're good. Yeah. But it's just, how many... Do you like Donut Party? I like Ohana better than Donut Party. Ohana? Yeah. I should go try it. I haven't had either in years at this point, mm-hmm. but... Yeah. Ohana was like, it's like fresh. Donut it's like a warm donut. Yeah, like... I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. I thought Donut good. Party was like a new thing. Donut Party, no. That was like two, three years ago, I think. What was the place that was right next to Prairie Nudible that does the cookies? Bloom? Bloom cookies, yeah, those are good cookies. You just yeah. buy them for staff and bring them. I never go looking for cookies. No. I, I, love like, cookies. I like cookies. I, cookies are the best thing in the world. They are. Hot dogs. Hot dogs and cookies. Hot dogs and cookies. I never want to get cookies from like a store anymore. Because like, oh, you no. get like, no, cookies gross. from a proper cookie place and it's like... So good. Well, like, yeah. yeah, it's gotta be like fresh Grocery and chewy. Grocery store cookies and, well, are wet. Well, 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 yeah. Like, that's awesome. Yeah, my mom wants me to buy, buy a cookie you, and bring one home with me. I had a piece, but that I That was a failed cookie. But Do you have so any good. other cookies for sale? My mom wants me to bring a cookie. Do you have any other cookies that have failed? Yeah. <laughs> we, we only have. Well, a fa- we, we a have cookie all, failure is not a disaster. We have a whole failed one, a number of slices of a good one. We're gonna have to make more tomorrow anyway, so if you wanna take some. Yeah, for my mom, yeah. she'd like that. I can give you guys a donation if you'd like. Some delicious cookies made by Joe West Pizza. Right? Yes. The most popular podcast in the world, brought to you by Joe West Pizza. <laughs> we've been quite lax. Right, we've been forgetting to Shout fill out. our quota, get our quota filled for Joe West Pizza. Right? Mm-hmm. 
What? Yeah. It's the most popular po podcast? It's the most popular podcast in the world. Yeah. We Even we don't know the title of it. That's how popular it is. <laughs> in which world? In our world? The. In the. the world. <laughs> that one. <laughs> I guess I get it. Yeah. Alright. Alright. Well, guys, I think that was. Uh, yeah. yeah, let's call that. Is that episode two? Are we using the first? We did a pilot. No, we were not. We're not using, using the, the pilot? first one. I'd like to listen to it. We should listen like, to not? it, but I feel like it's going to require a lot of edits. Well, maybe I'll have that as a side project. It'll be, okay. it'll be most popular podcast in the world classic. Ooh, it could be the secret episode. It'll be the one that we release later when we're like worldwide yeah. icons, and we're just like, this is our humble beginnings. <laughs> yeah, like he, yeah. Only people Keep that it. listen to the first, like the unofficial first episode two, will know what we're, we're talking about. We're our forty year. Our 40 it, it could be episode zero, and this is episode one. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I feel like starting at two, you'd get people that would be, like, looking for one. Like, what? Where is one? <laughs> I know, but do we want to frustrate everyone immediately I when think, they're already hooked on episode no, two? No, because I don't they're think... like, where's one? I need it now! <laughs> I don't think... I think it'll be more confusing than anything. I think we should leave this as episode two. It is confusing that we're doing this, so that's probably a good uh, path to go. Confusion no, can I be like a... episode one, and then... Release episode zero. Here. I guess yeah. It's, it's like a prequel, like, you know. Like, you though, like if you release just episode two and there is no episode one for years and years, people will be what like. What happened to episode one? One. Yeah. And, like there will be. There might one. be some good like ghost story. Like we originally had a fifth cast member and. <laughs> oh, the fifth Beatle. They're, yeah, they're, they like disappeared. The, the Seinfeld. Yeah, they yeah. disappeared, yeah. and in between the first one Just and him disappearing, we, to do the we had had like we'd had like a yeah, really angry falling out. <laughs> well, they just never showed up, and right. no, they were never heard from again. Yeah. Yeah. There's a conspiracy. It's just like two yeah. two people from Illuminati came in, in a limousine and yeah. just like took our fifth member. Like, hey, buddy, like yeah. your life is about to change. Let's I feel like now I kind of feel like we should randomly now for them and just have stories for all of Epstein's Island. Welcome to episode 531. <laughs> you don't want to know what happened to the first 530. <laughs> it gets real dark. Yeah. No, I think that was good. Uh, right, we had, well, well, that was a great yeah. second episode. Yeah. Then what I'm going to do is, or I'm going to years later, I'll I'll release the episode minus one. Minus one. You're really going to yeah. throw off. Going to negative podcast. Okay. Negative Whoa. podcast. All right, let's All right. get this let's thing closed up. up. Guys. Yeah, I'm gonna have to edit most. Good of this job, everyone. <laughs> that was a good little podcast. All right. Yeah. Yeah. What's our runtime? Like an hour.